welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. We are coming live to you from Gallifrey One 2018 in the LAX Marriott. And uh, yeah, Taylor's recording us. Or he's just taking a picture. <laughs> I was just doing a selfie. Aw. We should do a live stream. Oh, It'll God. just be like live from the hotel. And Anna's like, please don't take, <laughs> take anything of me. Leave me alone in my professional dress. Um, My name is John. And joining me as he does every uh, podcast yeah, yeah. is my good friend Taylor. This is live too, so we're we're in the, the same room together. Yeah, which is which a rarity. Always is nice. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. I'm exhausted. I'm yeah. happy. I'm thrilled. It's Gallifrey. That those all go together in the same. They do. Breath. They do. And uh, we are also here with uh, what episodes were you? you guys were on our season nine wrap up? I believe right. Yeah, where we wrapped up season nine. Uh, Anna and Peter here. They will. We only have two microphones, so we'll pass the microphones. That's and right. If they probably say hello, you can probably hear them. Hello. There you go. I'm sure that will. Due to uh, editing, it will be. It'll sound just. It sounds so clear. Oh yeah. So uh, Taylor, you just flew in this morning, and boy, are my arms tired. I know. I had to say it. I, but honestly, with the energy and the excitement that uh, you had on the on the Twitter and on the oh, Instagram, I'm surprised you did not fly here. I using your arms. I'm not kidding. Yesterday, trying to finish up work and get home and just kind of wrap up everything I needed to do at home, I literally felt like I had chugged a thing of Fun Dip. And then Ooh. had one of Kobe's like super intense coffees. Oh, and I have had one of those. And super you have intense had coffees. one of those, yeah, dude. I was bouncing off the walls. My goodness, I actually it's did manage good. to sleep last night. I don't know how that happened. Really, I did. So we actually got here on Wednesday morning. We decided it'd be a good idea to take a six thirty a.m. flight and drive directly to Disneyland. We had a fun time in Disneyland. We ate the Jazz Kitchen. I guess that was a yeah, that was a double date, guys. Yeah. You did good. Good job. Good job all around. Uh, I was exhausted, and then Thursday for us was kind of just a chill day. It's not a bad thing. Um, and then, um, yeah, today was the – what time did you get in? You got in at 10. I got – yeah, I think I think the plane actually landed like, you know, 9.55 or something. But See, was... here's the thing about L.A. flights, <laughs> L.A. to San Jose. They say it's going to take an hour and 20 minutes. That is always a lie. Oh, yeah. It's no. always a lie. They lie to you. I, I'm not joking. I have been a complete nerd. I've actually been watching the southbound I flight love it. I just, love it. just to see, like, you literally using the flight tracker, you yeah. know, sites yeah. just to see if there's, like, a consistent, like, okay, are they normally on time? And even then, we had a little bit of a line getting out of San Jose today. but We had a line, too. You know? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, made it down in, in perfectly fine time. I made it out of the terminal, and the hotel shuttle bus was just pulling up. Perfect. I jumped on, met other people who were showing up to the con just in time today. A couple nice gals who were on uh, the uh, LGBT panel. Oh, cool. And just before even getting to the hotel, we're trading ribbons. <laughs> oh, Let's talk about ribbon trading. Um, yes. This is the most ribbons I, I have. We actually have our uh, Doug and Smash ribbon. Yes. So if you are listening to this and you see us, 
and you want a Doug and Smash ribbon, we have a bunch of them. Totally. And uh, we're we will just give them to you. You don't have to trade us. Nope. But we're nice I like mean, that. yeah, we're, <laughs> we are nice like that. But please also give us ribbons. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most I've had, I think, ever. And I've been coming here for seven years. Uh, mine's not as long as last year, but I realize hey, we're man. still in the day one. Day one, right? I feel like it's day seven somehow. Yeah, I bet. Very tired. So, Taylor, what'd you do today? What uh, did you do? You got off the shuttle and checked I in and then immediately went to the floor. You just about. Just about. Dropped the stuff in the room here and uh, went got my badge and instantly was, as I say about Gallifrey every single time somebody asks me about it, overwhelmed in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had some time. I could have actually gone into the Dr. Puppet panel. Uh, uh, and caught like the last half of it. I was here that early, um, but yeah, I, I literally walked around for like the the first fifteen minutes after getting my badge, just trying to find a space where I could stop and you know get it situated and yeah. and get my stuff situated and go. Okay, let's kind of just take stock of stuff and 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 <laughs> that took a while, but I found one of those TARDIS tuft things, little oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a little fuzzball that if you take it back to this gal who's been putting them out you get a special ribbon oh, and cool. and then she's like you can either keep it if you want or you can put it back out in the wild and it took half the day for me to remember to because i had it in a pocket <laughs> but i did put it back out in the wild i i really i ended up at andrew cartmel's table yeah. in the dealer room and we'll talk about that later but i really i wanted to just tuck it under one of his books and leave it there and i totally yeah. forgot to that's where i was gonna put it so what was the first panel you went to? Because I went to the uh, how my cosplay started. Oh, okay. Fun little panel. Yeah. Was, uh, talking about you know how you got started in cosplay. Um, what are some tips you have for people? And uh, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Nice little panel. It was very good. Uh, I ended up at the um, stories too broad and deep, which is the uh, new adventures yeah. novel uh, panel that friend of the show Mike Solka was on. I. Yeah. I love those books. I wanted to support him and his panel, so uh, it was neat to check that out. Um, one of the guys who was on that panel and who hosted another panel later in the day, he's actually writing a book on the history of oh. the new adventure novels. That's definitely one of those things. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to want to pick that yeah, up. Totally. Yeah. Great. And then I feel like we all kind of looked at the program. And went, <laughs> I think we're just going to hang out in program A. For basically the rest of the day. You guys did. What did you do, Taylor? I guess we'll... Well, I... You know, I had wanted to kind of stop by the Radio Free Scarrow. Mm. Uh, um, little, like, gathering. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy listening to their podcast. Uh, they seem like really nice guys. Um, but I, I, I instead went to the dealer room. Um, yes, I went to the dealer room as well. Did you collect anything? I did. I did right as I walked in. Actually, John, will you hand me my water bottle yes. right there? Because I can feel <laughs> can feel my throat getting unhappy with me. I'm drinking out of a pineapple. You are drinking out of a pineapple. That's kind of awesome. Um, I'm going to try to open this and not spill it on the bed. Here we go. Well, I mean, Skills. You did it. That was good stuff. So I I went to the deal room. We'll get to we'll get to what uh, you purchased. I purchased nothing. It was very crowded. Yeah. It's kind of usually my first time in the dealer room. I get a lay of the land. Yeah. And I know they got the TARDIS on the other side of the room. Yes. I, guys, it's all of us. It's very strange. 
picture like yeah, we, tomorrow or yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah. We'll do yeah. It. All right. I'll take a picture first. <laughs> They'll tempt me with a good time. <laughs> so you should get a lay of the land. Yep. And there's a lot of stuff. There is. Like, you know, it's the I, I had to walk past the big finish table, which we'll see how long that lasts. Right. But uh, my friend Terry, she said they got an app now, so I don't even buy the hard copies. You can just download them through your app. I went, That's great. That's awesome. I would probably do that from now on. Uh, what else? You you said there was. Uh, a booth that you were, oh this this is here is it the the who shop yes which is like the big uk like they've got a brick and mortar store of nothing but doctor who stuff and swear to god if i end up in in england again i'm so going there Dude, they had a pretty big setup they have a very big setup i was I very know. and i saw that the roger delgado biography is out they have it oh they do? They do, and it's 40 bucks. Oh, well. Um, I might. Good for that. Yeah. My big, yeah. I know. I really, I saw that. I was like, oh, God. I'm like, okay, I'll try to get it on a, on another pass. I'm like, I'm like, this is my first time through. Yeah. I really do want it, but, you know. I feel like some downtime tomorrow I'm going to go through. I saw the, uh, the Titan Comics table. Oh, it is not going to st- – I might just have to leave that in now. And <laughs> so I saw the, the Titan comics, and I went, I think I'm going to make a pass here. Because they're do- – I don't know if they're going to do it tomorrow, but uh, today they were doing buy two, get one free. Ooh, nice. Which is great. And I would like to read some of those because I actually haven't read any of them. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, and they have the Titan comics panel tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really get anything. Uh, Taylor, what did you – um, I, boy, there's a lot of people here this year whose autograph I want. So that's, that's yeah. most of what I'm getting, but I, um, walked in and stopped off first at, uh, Terry Malloy's table. He played mm-hmm. Davros. Yes. Um, a super, super sweet guy. You would not think he played a horrible villain. The creator of the Daleks. The creator of the Daleks, yes. right? But he is super nice. Um, very, very polite, uh, nice to talk to, and he's also uh, basically written a kid's book about um, literally his little teddy bear, and his teddy bear not only travels with him, um, but is the exact same teddy bear he had as a yeah. kid. It was passed down to him. He said this teddy bear is 82 years old. My goodness, that's an old teddy bear. It is a very old teddy bear, and he's actually had it restored. Adored. Like it was so loved, yeah, and so used, it had basically fallen apart. Oh, and he, they could rebuild him. Apparently, oh, is, is he the million dollar teddy bear? Is it, that what it is? You, you would think it we would can, be. We can make him better. Um, and and uh, the premise of the book is really cute, and it's it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, I didn't come planning to get something like that. Right? But I'm like, oh, that's eh. that's kind of tempting. Yeah. I might I might want to be like, here, kids, let's read this. Yeah, you know, like kids might get into it. Why not, dude? Perrin has so many st- – he is a six-year-old boy, and he has probably got 60 stuffed animals. That sounds about right. I mean, I had a lot of stuffed animals I when I was a kid. For oh, my goodness. Reason. I had way too many. It was ridiculous. Yeah. We probably still have them. I was the weird one, I guess. Maybe. Um, I don't know. 
But as I made my way around, oh, I picked up uh, uh, Doctor Seventh of, of the Mister yes. books. Yes, I got that from the Who shop. Um, I I stopped and got an autographed picture from Jessica Martin. Yes, who played Mags. Yes, I uh, got to talk to her for a bit. Uh, I did at, too. At a couple different points a little during the bit. day. It was very nice. Yeah, she's very um, nice. Yeah, no, very very sweet gal. And um, a- as I was standing there talking to her, Andrew Cartmel, of uh, famously known of the the Cartmel Master Plan, yes, um, script editor for Doctor Who during the McCoy years, points at me because I'm wearing my my Ace shirt and jacket. Yeah, I wore that jacket for the bulk of the day, but Lord, that got hot. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Nice Ace." So I got the seal of approval from him. Yeah. Uh, ran back up here, grabbed one of the new adventure novels that he wrote, uh-huh. took it back down there to have him sign, um, which he very graciously did. Yeah, and then, and he's incredibly nice to talk to. Like he's he's just I have very, heard, yeah. yeah. And literally, the chair next to him, behind the table, was open. He's like, "Here, sit. That's Let's so chat for crazy. a while." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." I'm not going to tell the man no. Yeah, right. And then he goes, oh, wait, I need to make some change. I'll be right back. Watch my booth. (laughs) So you were working the con is what what? you're telling me. Yes. I basically, yes. I've now seen Gallifrey 1 from the other side of the table. Wow. Which is pretty much like seeing it from the normal side of the the table. Yeah, the water. Sitting, yeah. Um, so yes, and I, I proceeded to, to basically tweet out, oh yeah, just watching Andrew Cartmel's booth while he's gone. No big deal. <laughs> no like, big deal. Whatevs. Um, but yeah, that, that was, that was unexpected. Yeah. Very um, unexpected. So by that point, right, this is still, no, this First is ra- sorry, second, second, yeah, round, technically, technically second. So I ran yeah, back up to get my book. Um, by that point, Sophie Aldred was signing. Yes. At the other end. And I'm like, well, I've. I've got to go down, yeah, and and have her sign, um, and I had wanted her to sign um, the book that she and Mike Tucker wrote, right? Um, but that, and I wanted to get a picture signed. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's really kind of the yeah. thing for me. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and I wasn't really ready to drop fifty bucks on two signed things. Yeah, so I just got the picture done. Like I can always do. Yeah. The book later. Yeah. You know, I'm looking to have Mike Tucker sign the book anyway, because he's here. Um, and at that point, I was basically like, okay, I need to get myself some lunch because yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go into like five back-to-back panels. Yeah. Jeez. Did you guys get anything from the dealers? Did you get anything? No. Oh, I didn't. Do you get stuff, Peter? I got a water bottle that leaks, so that's great. You got a water bottle that leaks. Is it this one right here? And it leaks? So you're going to return it? No, I'll just whine about it. Oh, come on. Yeah, we can make it better, just like the teddy bear. It'll be a, the million-dollar <laughs> water, water bottle. bottle. Yeah. Oh, boy. So. I do want to go back and get the uh, Christopher Jones has a, has a booth there. And he's Christopher Jones, yes. We've got some pieces of his art already. You do. Nice, yeah. I want to see what he's got that's new. Because you have the... Batman one, yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. And then you have... Yes. And then I feel like you also have the ro- romance cover of... Do you have that one? Of Nightwing, right? Of Grayson, yeah. Kenneth, yeah. 
Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I haven't really. There you go. You can put them right next to each other. I um, I didn't really look at any original art. I think I'm going to go back and look again. Here, hand the microphone over. Uh, I did get one print from the art show. Yes. Um, it's oh, I haven't even gone to the art room, right? Yeah. So. Oh it's, wow. It's Bill, and it's like uh, her hair is kind of like the night sky. That's then, amazing. Yeah, there's the TARDIS in the corner, but it's the first thing that I've seen of her. Really. In art. Huh. So, uh, it was between oh, that man. one, and they actually have a they have one of Jody. They do. Their, yeah, they have one of Jody, and then they had one of uh, Missy. Oh, yeah. I gotta go over there. I can't believe I didn't go to the dealer room today or the art room today. One of uh, Whitaker with her, her hand out, like take my hand, but it's it's not a print. It's actually um, one of the the auctioned ones. Oh, it's oh, sorry. It's like a painting. Yeah, yeah. It's like a legit, just not a yeah. wow. It's part of the yeah. auction. It looks real nice, so I would no prints of it. Huh. All right. That's somewhere I would like like to go yeah because like i can't believe tomorrow you said it and i went oh yeah that's a thing i didn't even go <laughs> go check out so we talked about program a uh yeah. did was anyone there for the um the oh my goodness the zygon invasion you were both there we're gonna hand the microphones you guys can tell us how cool that was yeah we were both there it was um peter peter harness and uh Gemma Redgrave and um, Tony Lee moderated. Yeah. Um, they were they were having some technical difficulties in the beginning. Um, like the sound for the, the, sound show, for the was show was really high. loud, and the sound for their mics wasn't loud enough. Mm-hmm. And so Tony kept yelling at them and being turn like, "Turn it down! Turn the turn, it turn the sound down! Come on!" Um, and then, uh, but it, it was interesting. Um, it was fun. They um, pointed out some inconsistencies in the show that. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's pretty funny. Like the uh, uh, the policewoman in Arizona has a Mexican flag on her shirt, not an American flag. Oh. And they were like, wait, she's in New Mexico, not Mexico. Not Mexico, yeah. Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And um, apparently, when she's flipping through uh, the the set designer that made you know the um, the the binder for her to flip through, thought that this was just going to be like a long range shot. So. If you pause it, you can see that the addresses are like one, two, three, four, anywhere, comma, any town, comma, USA. Yeah. So that that was pretty fun. And then they talked about like some of the stuff that was cut out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing that I thought was kind of interesting was uh, I think the unit officers, I think your name's Rebecca. um, That's with. um, That's with the doctor. No, that's with the doctor. um, Um. She's with the other 
No, because oh, Clara's. Oh, it's uh, with Kate Stewart. Yes, yes. yes. With uh, yeah, with Kate Stewart, um, the unit officer that's with her when all of the other unit officers are going in, and then all the family members come out, and then they're mm. like, "Oh no, we need to go see the proof and go inside." And she's like, "What and are you doing?" And then apparently, um, they cut this out of it, but. Her son comes out and she's just like, "No!" It shoots him, and they yeah. were like, "Yeah, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah." Like, uh, and they that's were like, "Oh, that might too be dark. too we dark. We gotta pull back some." <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. So apparently they cut that out. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know that was fun. Um, they, uh, they just made a lot of really, like, funny comments about her, um, and just, like, asked her a bunch of questions about filming with the doctor and, like, how to prepare for all of these different roles and working with, like, different doctors. And she talked a little bit about, um, yeah, cause she, and she talks about, uh, the, I think it's, um, the one before day of the doctor where she's just it's the two of them and they're in the it's whatever it's whatever one is before that before day before of zygon invasion oh uh, yeah uh, the, the one the, with, it's uh, like the, with matt smith and uh with the, david Tennant, where they they put their yeah. they put their feet up on the table and they have yeah. like yes. they push yeah, themselves away yeah. from it and they have the same mannerisms mm-hmm. and she talked a lot about like watching them mm-hmm. work that out yeah. and oh, yeah, and like doing that, that. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Oh. So that was really interesting. Cool. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, so did we all st- we all st- stuck around for uh, Rachel uh, Talalay, right? No, you did not. I didn't. All right, hand the I microphone didn't. back to somebody. <laughs> I- <laughs> what? I don't get to talk about my stuff? No, you will. We'll get, we'll get there. So, Peter, what did you think of the – I thought it was a very good interview. Actually, I'm sorry. It was an okay interview. Her mic yeah, wasn't loud enough, but I'm talking about like the questions seemed very softball-y. Like, so what do you think? What is your favorite? And they didn't talk a lot about her time on Doctor Who until like, I want to say like 10, 20 minutes mm-hmm. before the interview was over. And then nobody got to ask questions, right? Did, like, two people get to ask questions? There were very little questions. Yeah, they didn't moderate that very well. But I think it was also because it started late. Did it start? Well, it was only 45 minutes. But it it also – Yeah, it was shorter, but it also started late because we – Lauren and I got there, and we were like, this episode isn't even almost over. No, it started about 15 minutes. Yeah, so they were having some time – timing issues but i mean it was an it was an okay interview it was nice to see her talk about all that good stuff she's done a lot of oh yeah she wants to do star wars because she can't do game of thrones yeah she's done a lot of episodes that i was like oh wow she's done way more than yeah I, man than i realized yeah she's like she usually just does the finales yeah which is great she yeah. does. She and she. I think it just directed a Legends of Tomorrow episode. Yeah, she, she did some Flash. And Legends. Legends, great. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty 
23 minutes. I don't know if you want to write that down somewhere. Oh, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Nailed it. Anyway. So that was a very informative interview, despite it not being a lot about her time on Who. Uh, And what did she say? She said she didn't see herself as a director. She saw herself as like a visual... um, Visual... Visual officer. No. Visual Visual arts officer? Yeah, visual arts officer. Which I was like, that's pretty cool. Well, she... um, she was saying that she really liked to give people credit, you know, like when, when they yes. came up with good ideas, she wanted to, you know, inco- if they were good ideas, she'd incorporate those ideas and then yeah. give them credit for it. Because if you kind of just, you know, take credit for everything, then people aren't going to bring you your good ideas. And yeah. <laughs> Very true. And I feel like there was a one point where she was talking about, cinematography and how she thinks there needs to be more women cinematographers which is true but she i think she said one a woman was up for the job on the on one of the finales and on twice i think it was twice upon a but she didn't have enough experience in green screen and some other stuff the other like more complex yeah uh, more complex methods that they use on Doctor Who. Yeah, and she also said, but how does that person get experience? So it was kind of like, a, you, you know, if you don't yeah. hire them. So it's kind of like a – is that a double-edged – It's the Catch-22. Catch-22. There you go. So um, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. But she's also like, but I can, also if I don't think an idea is going to work, I'll be like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> so she likes to be collaborative and get people's ideas, but at the same time is like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that. Um, did you guys stick around for the, for the David Bradley? Oh yeah. You did. Taylor, what did you do after the, after the, uh, Zygon invasion? After, after I managed to, to get some lunch from friend of the show, Mike Sulko. Thank you, Mike. We'll hopefully have Mike on tomorrow. Yes. That would be nice. Um, I went to the, um... Good Lord, I can't even see. Oh, there it is. John Nathan Turner and the Happiness Patrol. This, oh, yes. This is basically yes. The, the McCoy-era galley one for me. I, yeah. I, I think I'm seeing basically all the all the seventh-era stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot of smaller panels, which isn't necessarily a uh, it's not a bad, bad thing. thing. No. Um, and that was interesting. I mean, it, it, it was a lot of a lot of the writers – um, right. Andrew Cartmel obviously was on it. I mean, script editor, yes, but he writes too. Um, yeah. Stephen Wyatt, Rona Monroe, uh, uh, who is delightful. Um, um, oh my gosh, I've forgotten the other guy's name. Um, that's okay. I apologize. Another writer. Um, <laughs> all kind of talking about writing for that era. Right. Um, uh, working with John Nathan Turner, who was who was to many people, you know, either the greatest uh, or the worst. Yeah, the really, yeah. More really, on that later. More, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, very much so. I mean, he he really championed the show a lot. Like he was actually one of the very first guests at Gallifrey One. Period. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? No, this isn't the panel we went no, to. No, 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 I know. Okay. I know that information came from another panel. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I'm huh? sharing that. No, I know, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to confuse you. That's okay. Um so yeah, I mean that that was that was, you know, kind of neat to uh to listen to 
Um, and then, uh, yes, went up to Program B for guest starring on Doctor Who. Thank you for the coffee. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I got to find Taylor. And then yeah, I know. Some we coffee and talk to Max. No <laughs> time. You know, we haven't hung out at all pretty much because you've been off. Doing I've been doing program A been level doing stuff. stuff. Uh, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Um, so we got to see that one. That was neat because it had two of the people from Greatest Show of the Galaxy. Yes. One guy, John Davy, who has been in 42 episodes yeah. of Doctor Who. It's crazy. As any manner of things, Cybermen. Yeah. Uh, Jadoon. Uh, he wasn't a nice warrior. No, no, that, that was, was the, the guy, guy who was toward the other end, yeah. sitting next to Terry Malloy. Um, tall, kind of Kramerish looking guy. Yeah, um, and I feel terrible because I can't remember his name off the top That's of my fine. head. Uh, but he was very nice. Yeah, he was. Um, he he told like oh uh, he had the best. he had a very good story about um, just growing up watching Doctor Who and being scared of yep. the monsters and then becoming like one of his favorite monsters because his idol played uh, an ice warrior. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was and he's very cool. Super tall. He's like six foot seven or something. Yeah. Like that, oh, I think and that said. was the other thing. He's like, I get to, co- you know, I get to come to these inventions. It's like I'm a, I'm finally invited to a party. Yes. Like I show up he, at the party and I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong party. But everyone's like, no, we invited you. Come back to the party. Yeah. It, it was super sweet. He had this really, really nice analogy about just the family that is yes. you know, Doctor Who and Doctor Who fandom. Um, and all of that stuff. And it was, it was really touching. He's like, he's like, I got invited to the birthday party. Yes. And that's what it feels like being here. I'm at a birthday party. It was very cool. Um, I know it was, it was, it was super cute. And, and, and that was echoed by a lot of them. It's like, yeah, you know, who would have thought that 25, 30 years later, however many years later, you know, it's still so much a part of our lives. Um, because uh, uh, both Jessica Martin and, and Richard Atkinson was that him? Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah, okay. that sounds about right. Cool. Uh, Richard Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, is that what you said? A- Ashton. Richard Ashton. Ashton. Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Ashton. Yes. There we go. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> Thank you, program. Um, so yeah, that was good. And then from there, it was into the uh, uh, the Sophie and Sylvester Variety Hour. Yes. So before we get to that, yeah, I know. Um, I want to mention a little story that um, it's something that happened to me at lunch. I was with uh, Lauren, and I was with uh, my friend Terry, and I was with her friend, who I believe his name is Anthony. Yes. Good. Perfect. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting nods of approval from my producers that that is that is his name, and. We were just sitting there, and we were just talking about Doctor Who, like, naturally. Like you do. And this older gentleman, come. he's like, I'm sorry, I got, can I interrupt you guys? And we were like, yeah, sure. And he was like, I can't, he, I'm pretty sure he stated his age. He's like, I'm so-and-so age, and it's just, it's just really great to hear younger people being so passionate about Doctor Who. That's awesome. And I was like, <laughs> I was like... That you're welcome. Uh, and then he's like, please stop crying. <laughs> but that was really cool that he we were, he was in the booth behind us. And he's like, I'm going to say some nice stuff to these to these youngsters, young adults, these whippersnappers, <laughs> these whippersnappers. And I was like, oh, thank you. Have a great con. He's like, you too. I was like, eh, it was nice. Great. So that was fun. I mean, that's, that's cool. just, a, you know, I love this place. <laughs> um, You guys went to David Bradley. Anything of note? From the David Bradley. That guy, you, 
you put a quarter in him, and he will tell you a story. It is delightful. That's a great. You like, put a quarter in him, and he'll tell a story. I, th- oh. I think the moderator asked for, like, five questions, and then he just – he was off and running. Wow. Yeah, did no. They, did he talk about Doctor Who a lot? He, he talked about a lot of, like, uh, you know, how we kind of got into acting, how we got into – you know, being where he is now, which was, you know, not super Doctor Who related, but was very interesting. But then he did talk a lot about how he was, you know, how he portrayed both the first Doctor and then also um, William Hartnell. Hartnell. Wow, I'm terrible. <laughs> oh, in the in the special. In the special, guess. yeah. And it, apparently, during uh, one of the days, uh, Hartnell's grandkids were on set and could see him as he was giving it, and then when he had finished the scene. They gave him a thumbs up, and he's like, oh, thank God. Nice. <laughs> and they, like, brought him um, a bunch of Hartnell's, like, rings and, uh, like, other things that he had worn yeah. when he was on Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. so he got to, like, put them on and sort of, like, have all of these Feel little it. pieces that mm-hmm. were worn on original episodes of Doctor Who and sort of put him in character and stuff like that. When he was talking about uh, how he he likes doing big finish also, mm-hmm. and even um, you know, audio only, but even then he still likes to kind of put the hand on the lapel and give the kind of like sure. side glare thing uh, just to get in character, nice. which is fun. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. He was a character. Um, it was kind of interesting because he had talked a little bit about how he, even though. Like, technically, Hartnell and First Doctor were the same person. He still was playing two different characters. Mm -hmm. So he still had to, like, change the way he did certain things. Um, And it was basically, like, acting Inception at that (laughs) point, which was kind of funny. (laughs) Did he talk about um, Harry Potter at all? Uh, he talked a little bit about acting with Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. asked Someone asked about that. that. That's great. Apparently, he and Alan Rickman had been in a, uh, a theater like troupe a th- production yeah. beforehand. And so, you know, he, he said, he's like, oh, yeah, and I saw this kid, and he had this, like, lanky, dark hair and kind of, like, messed up teeth. Horrible teeth. And, I w- and if someone had told me at the time that he was going to be a movie star, I would have laughed at them. <laughs> Yeah, but then he was, and then he was just like talking about how how he developed and how he oh yeah actually like saw him, you know, grow into being a very great actor and really admired him. So that was kind of funny. Nice. Did you guys say for Gem- Gemma Ripley? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give me one cool thing about that seven hour podcast. Oh, the best True. part, no, so the best part about that pod, or about that podcast, the best part about that <laughs> panel was when she, somebody brought her a cup of tea during <laughs> the panel, and she just went, oh my god, tea! <laughs> and then she was like, I'm British, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and then she just sat there drinking her tea, and I was awesome. like, this is the cutest thing that I've ever seen. Mm. It was so cute! Tea, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and also apparently she, like, loves Michelle Gomez. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she was talking a lot about how she is, like, a 
force of nature and terrifying and also <laughs> fantastic. That's great. Oh, yeah, I saw this news as well. So uh, some some who news who in the news? middle of this podcast. Well, I, there is actually a bit of who news we could get to. But, That's true. Uh, maybe we'll save that for tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. Um, but Michelle Gomez is actually going to be, I think, the big baddie on the reboot of Sabrina the yeah. Huge Witch. Just announced, I think, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember reading that. She's apparently going to play Sabrina's favorite teacher who gets possessed. Oh, nice. And basically becomes Missy or something. God dang it, I might have to watch that now. I'll watch it. <laughs> One more thing that I actually thought was really interesting. Um, apparently, when uh, they were filming uh, with Missy and she sings the "Hey Missy, you're so fine," yes, that was uh, completely improv. And they were like, "We want that in the show. Can we get the rights to this song so that they could put that in the show?" Oh, that's awesome! The things you do for Michelle Gomez, <laughs> pretty much anything. Okay, so uh, the McCoy Aldred. God. Variety Hour. That was a delight. Now, w- was anyone here when Sylvester was here last time? I'm very sure. No? Oh, my goodness. He did this by Obviously himself. Obviously, I wasn't. but Right. He did this by himself, and it was amazing. I believe it. He's just like, okay, I'm here, and just got off the stage yeah. and just started. Who has questions? And this was amazing. I think this is my, it's... well, uh, this is my second favorite of the day. Fair. It was a lot of fun. And thoughts on it, Taylor? Um, I was in heaven. I mean, my, do- yeah. my doctor, my he companion. He walked past you a couple of times, uh, right? No, he was more up the middle. I was on the right-hand side near the... Oh, he walked past um, us a couple of times. There was there was one point toward the end where Sophie was quite near us, where, where there was like 18 people pointing at this one gal who had a question. And then Sophie came around. So I, I actually got some kind of really cool pictures of, cool. Uh, of Sophie at, at that point when she was there. Um, but yes... Sylvester was primarily right up and down the middle. And yeah, you and Lauren were on the big screen a little bit. Cause yeah, we, you guys, you guys were back a ways too. We, I think we saw Mike at one point too, way toward oh, the back. Right. Yeah, the top of his head at one point. I think Anna was like, "Oh look, there's Mike." I'm like, "Oh yeah, hey, <laughs> there's the there's... top of Mike's head." Yeah, uh, no, I, Jesus, I mean, I could do an entire podcast on on just this. I, I it's won't good stuff, but um, these two need just a variety show. They do. I, I they I, need a podcast. I, I, they do. They're, they're, Call us. They're, they're Friend bu- of the show, Sophie they, I know, right? <clears throat> um, <laughs> no, it, it was so much fun. Um, it was silly. It was great. I loved any time that uh, Sophie Aldred kind of walked off to the TARDIS in a huff. Yes. And then basically came out as somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> she comes out doing a Bonnie Langford impersonation <laughs> as Mel. Um, and I'm I'm so sad that I have neither pictures nor you know a very, very short video. I'm not going to. Right. You know. Very skirt the the policies here, yeah. Um, of that because it was hilarious. Um, I I think on the whole, on the whole, uh, <laughs> most everybody had great questions. Yes, there were some unusual ones to which you Sylvester had unusual answers. Yes. which is very fitting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was actually really hilarious because you know my kids grew up watching some Tree Fu Tom that mm. there was actually a Tree Fu Tom question. Yes. Um. Which which was um, kind of a treat, just because yeah. it, it kind of ties into stuff I've seen her do recently. Yeah. Um, and I was giving Anna the bad news that when they brought it over to, to America, they redubbed Tom's voice. Yeah. 
Um, but you got to hear her do a little bit yeah. of the voice. Yeah. And yeah, I, I saw one episode that had the original <laughs> voice on it. I'm like, yeah, American audiences aren't going to buy that. <laughs> um, and they didn't, apparently. No, they didn't. Um, I kind of wish they had just kept the original voice because that, yeah. that's the nice, fair thing to do. But, you know, there there were other characters on that show that she voiced. Um but yeah, that was so much. It was fun. such. It was a delight. It absolutely was because no, no moderator, just them walking around with two microphones, completely freestyling the whole damn thing. <laughs> uh, Taylor, you headed off after this. I did because uh, I was actually starting to get tired and a little overheated. Yeah. Um, so instead of seeing the Stephen Moffat uh, interview. What? I know. Says the rest of the world. I, I went, did say that to you. I, I know. Like, what? You're going? I am. All right. Um, I went to a panel called Sylvester and the Bannerman. Which yes. Was, um, kind of a neat discussion about um, what they kind of termed Doctor Who's punk rock years. I, yeah, yeah I agree. Right? Um, so, yeah, that, that, was, that was a neat discussion. It was nice because there was only like 20 people in the room, which maybe for the panelists wasn't so much fun, but I right. liked it because the air conditioning felt awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> took the jacket off for a little while. <laughs> um, it, it was neat. I, I think the one big takeaway, I, I won't talk too much about it, but I think I think the one big takeaway from uh, that panel uh, was that the, the one lady on the panel, Kathleen Showalter, um, she, in terms of character, um, splits classic who and new who uh as when six regenerates into seven because interesting yeah they had some very interesting things to say about uh seven's doctor and how in terms of character and character development Mm -hmm. um it's much more like what you find today rather than what came before okay um and also that um, uh, at one point they started talking about, um, you know, how would seven answer the whole thing that 12 had going on? Whereas, am I a good man? Ah, And they were basically like, no, he wouldn't even ask that. He 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 would. They're saying seven would if it meant saving billions of people. He'd sacrifice a million people if he had to. Wow. You know, he he would make those dark, heavy choices. It, it, one of them said, at no point during McCoy's reign would you have heard, today, everyone lives. <laughs> and I was kind of like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, okay. True. I I will agree with that. You know, there there were some, some darker, uh, maybe less moral... Uh, judgments and behaviors uh, that that he had that you don't necessarily get. But they also said that that because of the events of the time war, you know, he's kind of now seen things at its worst. And and that kind of like reset that whole morality that that kind of sends, you know, knew who down into this path of, uh, um, you know, not necessarily. uh you know, I'm going to sacrifice a million people yeah. to, sa- to save a billion. I'm 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 going to try to save everyone because I've seen what happens. Yeah, when everybody dies, basically. So so that was good, but I, it sounds like I missed some pretty 
fun cheesy. Yes, you did. Um, Sweet mother of God. We stayed for the Stephen Moffat uh, panel, and we're going to hand the microphone over to Peter. And then I'm just going to stand by Anna because I feel like she's going to say want to say some stuff. I'll just sit here. Sorry, I moved your watch. That's okay, right? It's just near to you. Um, holy crap, guys. Wow. Um, as we say in the uh, the wrestling community, uh, shoot week started early. And that <laughs> every week is shoot week. And Stephen Moffat having a good time. Lauren said he's having the time of his life right now. And he... Oh, yeah. It was great. I thought it was like, until we got those two questions, I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then even when we got very the two upbeat. questions, it was very upbeat. Yeah, it was very positive. He was just joking around. It was fantastic. Um, making, making fun of himself a yes, lot. Yes. I only have one idea. Uh, what was the other <laughs> running gag? Oh, because someone asked him, do you have any... Do you still have any Doctor Who ideas? And he's like, "Yeah, my brain is always operating on Doctor Who, and I actually have a new monster, but I'm not going to say it because it's either really brilliant or the stupidest thing ever." <laughs> or he both. said, "Like or both, like all of my monsters." <laughs> and I went, "That's fair." Um, and then we got the two questions that um, it got a little uncomfortable in the room. That happens sometimes, and sometimes you can sense it when someone's like. Um, yes, um, and you're like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. I don't mean to offend, but... Like, the same reaction to one of the questions was when somebody asked Mark Shepard if he if he knew what Destiel was, which is a, it's a, a fanfic of uh, Dean and Castiel from, uh, well, from Supernatural. <laughs> and the crowd went, like I heard from the back people go, no, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" And he was like, "Oh, is that a fan?" He's like, "I don't know." Like he's just like, "Get out of here!" Like, what are you doing? Um, and the first question, Anna's Anna's officially dead. Mm. Oh, you were there. <laughs> How uncomfortable was that? It did turn. Yeah, um, but I believe the first question that was asked of Stephen Moffat that became of the uncomfortable nature for me at least was I when for most people he this woman said, um, what did she say? She's like, I don't want you to punch me. I don't want you to hear you. Oh, she was like, I have a feeling that uh, you're gonna come after me for this one, but. I have a problem with the way you write women. And then everyone in the crowd went, ugh. And she was like, oh, the wrong people are coming after me. And she basically said, it seems like you only have one formula for writing women. And he went on the defensive, which is fine. And, you know, and he was like, oh, so you're telling me, and I'm not quoting, but he basically said, so you're telling me uh, Amy and... Madame Vastra are the same character, and you're telling me that River Song and Clara are the same character. And he's like, I've I've written a bunch of women, and people could say that I have a lot, had a lot of success with it. And the crowd was behind him. Um, the other question for me, though, was the more 
Like I was like, yeah, Moffat, but at the same time, I'm like, Moffat. I have heard a lot. I have friends that have stopped watching the show because you don't quote unquote know how to write women, um, which is fine. But the next question was this uh, woman came out who I actually found out was sitting behind us, and she took a very long walk after Stephen Moffat uh, answered her question and sat behind us, and I went, ooh. How's that feel? She she said I didn't like I grew up watching reruns uh, on on PBS of the first doctor of the first doctor. And he's like a grandfatherly figure. And, you know, it's someone to look up to. And I don't understand why you wrote him as like a, a sexist bigot, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, that's how he was. And she went, no, he wasn't. She's, and he's like, yeah, also, a lot of people don't, you know, don't seem to realize this. I lifted most of the lines. Or no, everything he said is a quote from the show. She's like, I don't know what. And he's like, yeah, it was. like, And he said, what else did he say? Oh, he was talking about how he's like, okay, yeah, I mean, you, you love your grandparents, but, you know. Yes. You kind of, eh, at the same time. And your grandkids will do the same thing to you, and so on and so forth. Yes, and he he also said, what was the other thing he said about that? He kind of went he went on a rant for a little while uh, about uh, yeah, how we the uh, the past is way far further away than what we're dealing with right now. Um, and he was, what did he say about misogyny? Oh, he, he, he went say? on a little rant about misogyny, how it's. Not something you should throw around, and yeah, we've you know put it in the White House. It's now. this very serious thing, and we've elected <laughs> it into the effing White House. <laughs> That's what it was. Hold on, and I quote, and I quote. Uh, he said, like, direct quote, misogyny is a force for genuine evil in this world, and you put it in the effing White House. <laughs> yeah, uh, which got a huge Laugh. applause. Um. I mean, he got he got a little fence, offense, you know. He he was on the uh, on the defensive, and at the end of the podcast, he's like, "Look, if I offended anyone, I'm sorry. I was just trying to make jokes." And then I can't remember what the other thing he said was, but it was yeah. kind of like, "But sorry, not sorry," because he you could he's tell probably he's just heard like, those a lot. He hears that probably everywhere he goes. Mm. But um, it was very entertaining. I'll tell you that much. Oh, and he's a funny dude. Yeah, and he talked about. He oh, what about p- their schedule? Yes. Uh, you know, he's like, he's like, uh, we film in five days and I have two days to finish a script. Yeah. There was a lot of like last minute stuff. And he talked about how, oh, that was the other thing. He talked about Christopher Eccleston mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. he went to him personally. Or no, Eccleston said, I want to meet with you. Mm-hmm. And he met him in a pub and was like, hey, I wasn't going to send a fax or a text or have my agent tell you. I'm, he's like, I'm not going to do this. And he's like, okay, can I just tell you what the idea is? And he's like, sure. So he tells him, and he was like, oh, um, okay. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but send me – he's like, how about I just send you over the script? He's like, all right. And he still didn't do it. But he he also said, like – and, you know, me included. We just talked about this on the last episode. He's like, he had nothing but good things to say about Doctor Who. He was watching the show. Like, he kept asking, he's like, it was weird, he kept asking me about Amy Pond. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. 
Uh, and he's like, he had nothing, he had not a bad thing to say about the show, and he was still watching it. So, and I was like, all right, fine. He'll bump him up to eight now. <laughs> no, he wasn't even that high. No, oh, whatever. Um, so that was nice to hear. And I can't remember what panel we were in. It might have been Rachel uh, Talalay. She mentioned that the first draft of Heaven Sent was the doctor gets sent instead of where he, you know, in the confession dial, which I think basically would have been the same idea. He gets sent to a haunted house where it's just him and a weeping angel. Oh, I remember seeing somebody mm. about that. Yeah, and that would have been cool because Peter Capaldi didn't really do anything with weeping angels. I remembered that as another thing. And he also talked about the draft he had before, which was just um, the 50th anniversary, which was just... With no doctors. With no doctors, which was just Clara missing the doctor. He was talking about how he was asking BBC, he's like, right, so who do, who do we have under contract? And they're like, well... Don't worry about Clara. it. Clara. Yeah. And he's like, I, I, need to write, I need to write a script? Come on. And he also said everybody wanted multiple doctors for an anniversary, but uh, uh, reality check... All of those anniversary specials didn't happen on anniversaries. <laughs> and he's just like, three doctors happened nine years in. And he was just listing it off. He's mm -hmm. like, you guys got the, the five doctors two days before we did. And, yeah, and it was great. It was just a lot of fun. That was a fun panel. Mm -hmm. um, great, cool. Uh, Taylor, what are you doing tonight? Because it's about nine... 54. <laughs> yeah, it's creeping up on 10 o'clock already. It is. I'm amazed my eyes are still open. Yeah. Um, probably just from sheer adrenaline at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm planning. We'll see how long the eyes stay open. Uh -huh. I'm I'm planning to go to the Cornell Collective from 11 to 12 and then come back here and then collapse in a heap on the bed. <laughs> probably <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, right. Um, uh, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's as 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 much as I love the Idiot's Lantern as as awesome as they are. Yes. Um, I know that the Cornell Collective is not being recorded. Right. I got to hear it as a podcast last year, so I'm like, I really want to see it in person. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I can hear I and I hear it can be a little body at times. So hey, why not? Can't, can't miss that. You guys are all doing the Lantern. We're right? all going to Idiot's Lantern at about ten thirty. Uh, so you know we we should head down there in a little bit. Um, tomorrow, once again, like I'm looking at my highlights. It's all program A, people. It's apparently the place to be, but I have a nice long block after. I want to see Twice Upon a Time. I want to watch that uh, oh, in yeah. the morning. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't have to. We'll we'll talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, basically. Yeah. Um. Th for, thankfully, Friday was my jam packed day, and oh. even then, I still cut out three things. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm looking at mine. I could, I could cut out a little bit. My my Saturday is going to be a lot lighter, but I'm very stoked to have my uh, Sophie and Sylvester yes. photo op. I cannot wait to hear about that tomorrow. I, I can't either. So we will, I mean, we'll get to that tomorrow. Um, let's see. You can follow us on Twitter at The Podcastica. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Podcastica. You can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Apex Buddha. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. You can follow Anna on Twitter. At Literary Anna. And Peter, you can follow him on, do you have it? Oh, Darth Fuzzball. That's right. Darth Fuzzball. I was like, uh, do you really use it? No. <laughs> there you go. Um, what else? NOTLG.com. Yep. 
Um, if you want a dug and smash ribbon, come find us. Um, yeah, I don't and, know. And, and let's not oh, forget. Future of Time and Space is female. Yes. Um, big hit so far. I, it- I actually, I was recommending it to the uh, nice two LGBT uh, panelists. Perfect. Gals on the, on the bus today. I'm like, oh, you guys got to check it out. It's really cool. I'm going to wear mine tomorrow. Awesome. So um, pretty excited about that. People really like that. Yeah. That was uh, a last minute thing I was telling people about me frantically messaging you the day after the reveal or two days after like yeah. we need to do this oh yeah and you're yeah. like yeah i can do that and i was like cool put it up easy peasy and go. and i think while we were waiting in the lobby you me and uh uh anna peter because you're wearing the shirt right now at least one person came up and said what's that say oh that's cool yeah exactly yeah good stuff. so it's getting some good getting some good press and uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com is where you can buy that. Definitely. So uh, join us again uh, tomorrow for yeah. day two recap. See ya. Yeah, yeah.